Hi. Hi. We're home. We did it. We're back home. We're back home. We did our first couple of episodes in New York City, which was so much fun. But now we're back in Minneapolis. Yes. We're at my home where I live full time. (laughs) And we're filming some new episodes today. Yay. Hi, I'm Jordan. And I'm Sarah. And we're both successful serial entrepreneurs who believe the world is way better with more. More women-owned businesses, more wealth, more magic, and more champagne. But before we can add more, we need to return old business ideas that are taking up too much space in our lives. Enter The Refund, our content series for folks who are looking to return old storylines, concepts, and habits that no longer serve their life and business. Each episode, we're gonna cover one topic, share three key takeaways, and we're gonna receive a refund on what is no longer fitting the bill. Hashtag no receipts required. Listen and watch The Refund on YouTube and wherever you love to listen to podcasts. Yeah, what are we talking about today? I think we're gonna start with scaling and growth, right? Yes, yes, yes. And yes. that's something that you do every day mm-hmm. in your business. That's what you help people do. Yes, I feel like as business owners, we always hear the term scale and it sounds way sexier than it is. Right. And we have to pretend like we know what it is and then go cry in the bathroom because yeah. we don't know how to answer. Because we're looking scale. for the scale. <laughs> what I think is so interesting about, interesting about how you speak of mm-hmm. growth and scaling is you define them as two very different mm-hmm. aspects or things that you need for your business. Yes. And I have to be honest I think I've like glazed over and been like yeah Jordan a lot of times so I'm super super excited to have this conversation today because I want to understand you know what the difference is between the two Mm -hmm. Um, and you know maybe what we're returning this episode is the idea that you can't grow your business or you can't Mm -hmm. scale your business because of XYZ factors. There's lots of reasons that we feel like we have to stay small. Yes. Or it's the idea that you feel like you have to scale. And I think like another Mm. option is growth. I think that's such a big one. And I always say everybody's empire looks different. (gasps) I love this. And um, sometimes an empire doesn't mean a hundred people, you know, massive offices. Everybody can show up differently. An empire could just be you as a solopreneur. Like, I think there is this conception, especially in just the realm of like everybody starting their business now that you have to scale it, grow it, make billions of dollars and then disappear in your yacht. Which you can, but which it's not. We will. <laughs> which we definitely will. Well, we won't disappear on our yacht. Our, I yachts, will. our yachts are for everyone. No, oh, sorry. Get to join sorry. Us. Oh, oh so, I'm out. No, okay. <laughs> so I, so there's two, so scaling versus growth are two totally different things. And I think that they become synonymous because we assume they mean two different things. So scaling means, and scaling is the most popular example that we've heard. So scaling is going to be you are growing your business, so you're increasing your revenues, you're bringing in more branding clients, and while you're continuing to bring in more branding clients, you are lowering your costs or you're maintaining your costs, which means you're gonna have a higher profit margin, which Mm. means because you're bringing in more money into your business, you can invest in more designers, software, if you're a product-based business, you can outsource to production, you can move faster when you're scaling, versus when you're growing, I would say my consulting business is in growth mode and I want to keep it in growth mode is I'm continuing to add more clients to my book of business, but my expenses are rising at the same time. So because I'm still growing my business, I haven't mastered my services 100%. My expenses are growing at the same rate, which means it's eating a little bit at my profit margin. But the difference with growth is 
I don't want to grow my business to where I have 20, 50 employees underneath me. I want to just be me, another person, and then to be able to add new services when I want. And then there is a certain dollar amount in which I'm capped at because I'm only one person. Exactly. And there's enough money to be made, but there's never enough time. Right, right, right. So scaling again is you're growing really fast. You're keeping your costs low. You're profiting faster so you can reinvest. Growing, you're adding more clients. Your costs are still going up. So your profit margin is going to be a little less than if you were scaling, but it's a more manageable and controlled way to run your business. Interesting. Okay, so can we use me as a case study? Yes. So the first, I'm in my fifth year of full-time business ownership. Congrats. Thank you. 50% don't make it this far. It's wild. That's so wild to me. Mm-hmm. I've been running my business for 10 years mm-hmm. casually. Yep. Fifth year full-time, like I'm all in. Mm-hmm. And the first couple of years, huge, I'll say growth because I'm. this is what I want us to case study, huge growth, mm-hmm. revenue increased, profitability increased. Mm-hmm. It was very much so me and then slowly started bringing on my team. Mm-hmm. I have ops support, I have admin support, I have design support, I have development support mm-hmm. on a regular basis. And I also contract out for other specific things that we might need. This year though, I have spent significantly more money mm-hmm. on what I see as long-term growth projects mm-hmm. that are are not directly funded by a client workload. Mm-hmm. So like normally, client pays me, my team all gets together, I pay my client. Yep. I'm sorry, I pay, <laughs> the, the client loves it. <laughs> I was it. like, wait a minute. No, 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 let's try that <laughs> you again. You must be busy. Let's try that again. Client pays me, yes. We the team comes together, we do the work, I pay my team. Mm-hmm. And it's very direct correlation of the team's hours are driven and the workload is driven by the client workload that's coming in. Mm-hmm. But now we're creating course content, we're building mm-hmm. out a whole new blog, we're doing a ton of other things that, yeah, the revenue coming in is funding, but it's not directly associated to a client-specific revenue. Like mm-hmm. I'm investing in some core business growth areas that are not revenue drivers yet, mm-hmm, but, they will, but be. they will be in the future. That's my hope. Mm-hmm. Hope, yeah. That's what will happen. It will, it will happen. happen. It will happen. And so my profitability this year is significantly, not significantly, but it's smaller than Thank previous you. years. Mm-hmm. And my year-over-year profitability has never been this, this small, or it, I've never... So every year for you, you've seen profitability, and then for the first year, you've just seen that percentage less than the yes, previous year. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. So I'm still profitable this yes, year. Just but less I've than always previous. seen relatively large profit jumps mm-hmm. as well as revenue jumps. And in some instances, revenue didn't necessarily jump mm-hmm. a ton, but profitability did. Smart systems, automations, yep. other things that can help with profitability, right? Mm-hmm. And I had a really, okay, so I'll have a follow up. So first, was the beginning of my business scaling and now I'm in growth or, or how would you mm-hmm. what is happening in my business <laughs> what am I doing like, help yeah um how would you define like using that as an example attach those to scale versus growth yes now can we quickly before we dive in I feel mm. like this is a really important question to ask you before we get into like where's your business at I always think before you even decide if you're ready to scale or just stay in growth mode with your business what is the end goal with your business? Yes. What do you want to do? 
So I still want to take on one-on-one -on -one clients mm -hmm. over at free afternoon, mm -hmm. but like maybe five a year. Mm -hmm. Larger scope clients, we're doing a lot more um, touch points with that client. So not just branding or just the web, but we're doing brand web. My team is directing photo video shoots. Mm -hmm. We're creating ongoing collateral for them. We've got retainer clients. So mm -hmm. fewer clients, larger scope, mm -hmm. but I'm super excited about Hey Sarah Schultz, mm -hmm. taking off with online courses, free blog content, and have that be a revenue driver in a way that it's never, we've not seen that before. Mm -hmm. And so I don't necessarily wanna say I'm scaling back on my one-on-one -on -one work because I don't mm -hmm. see that happening. It's being very particular about who's coming into that world mm -hmm. and blowing up Hey Sarah Schultz in yep. a way that has not been nurtured before. Mm -hmm. So if you, that's great. So I always encourage people to think about what's the vision of your business? Mm -hmm. Are you trying to grow it to a certain dollar amount? Are you trying to have an additional income on top of the current job that you have? Do you wanna grow it and sell it? Do you wanna grow it and then purchase companies? Like there's multiple avenues that only you're gonna know the answer to. And there's no right answer unless you know what it is you want for your business. Mm -hmm. You have to have, you have to start with the end in mind. Someone smarter than me said that to me. Think about the end. Like what is the end success of your business? So when I hear about the Hey Sarah Schultz business, which is super exciting, I think of that as a scalable business. Right. Because right now you're upfronting the capital to create this business. But exactly. once, once all that work has been completed, year after year, the cost that you have invested in all those um, resources to get it up are gonna stay the same. Right. That's gonna be leveled or it's gonna be little to nothing, but your revenue in theory yep. is you're gonna want it to grow year over year and that business is scalable, which means you're gonna be bringing more revenue year over year and the cost it took you to make that content is either gonna stay at what it was. So if you continue to make content, you keep it within a certain level right. or because you've already invested, it's just gonna be a service or revenue that repeats itself and you don't really have to go back to revisit it. So to me, that's a business that is gonna be set up scale. for scale, Got totally it. scale. Cool. And I think like your example of like, well, this year I was like this and this year I was like this, like every business is gonna vary. And even the idea of you knowing, like I'm investing more and just because my profit is being eaten a little bit, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're in growth mode. You just have a year where you're investing more Got it. into your business that Got it. is going to scale. And uh, the examples I always use is with my JDP consulting business. So again, I want to have a small team, me, maybe a couple other people, and I have a goal. I know that I could realistically in the next five years do 500000 me and a small team. Right. And I know that means my expenses are probably gonna be high and I have to be super clear about the services I offer so that I can deliver the right quality of work to my clients. Yeah. But I don't wanna, I do not wanna transform this into you know, having 20, 30 people. That's just not, not my empire. That's not my empire either. And that's okay. But again, things may change and I may find actually there is a business opportunity and I wanna scale. Right. And then I think with Mend, the original idea with Mend was I wanted to grow Mend, my jewelry company, and I wanted to sell it. Mm. And that's an example of scale. And another thing too about scale that makes scale work is capital. So if you have capital, that's gonna help you scale faster. Got it. So with my jewelry business, I had capital, which means I could move faster, which meant I could invest in a production house, I can invest in negotiating uh, less costs on my materials, 
I can. Because you had cash flow. I had cash flow to. Yep. So then I could sell more. So I'm selling more. And then I have the capital to save where I can when it comes to production costs, materials, negotiating everything I could so that my costs are low. And then I'm just skyrocketing my sales. Right. And then COVID happened. And then I, I actually scaled back and I reverted and I went back to growth mode. I said, yeah, that scale dream was good, but the universe had other plans for me. So instead, now this business is going to be just hyper-focused on growth. I'm not going to have a team. Um, and I'm just going to focus on a certain parts of the business and not try and grow it and scale it because it's a lot of work. Scaling yeah. is very, very difficult. It's So that's the other concept mm-hmm. earlier I said we'll come back to this mm-hmm. is when I looked at my profitability mm-hmm. this year over previous years I had this angst around like a, a, a metric in my head that I thought that was a problem mm-hmm. I thought it was problematic that my profitability mar- like my profit margins were narrowing mm-hmm. and Tiff on my team who does all of our operations she's fantastic and, and client-facing communication among a million other things was like, well, Sarah, I think it's more of repositioning how you're thinking about this because mm-hmm. this is the first year that you've funded these projects right. that were not directly correlated to said client work coming mm-hmm. in. And it's exciting because I'm pregnant. There's a human inside of me. And I need to step away mm-hmm. from some of my one-on-one touch points in yep. the business. And this scale model yep. helps me do that because I'm investing time and money into creating the content now but it's evergreen and can live on. And we just obviously need to continue marketing it and pushing it out to you know our channels and yep. et cetera to sell. But I don't have to create anything new. I will continue to create because I want to. Right, but not at this level of a, he- like a heavier lift. So you know exactly. that this is going to pay for itself. And this year you've just invested, again, investing. We've talked about this in a previous yes. episode about investing versus, versus an expense. This is an investment to put your business into a scale scale mode. Got it. So you can scale, and that means this year, it's just gonna eat a little bit more of your profitability, but you're still profitable. Yes, I'm still profitable. The other win here we've joked about before, even though we both vote a specific way, I get to pay less taxes this year, <laughs> right? You, you know, we, we ding, yeah, ding. Ding, right. I'm, I'm excited about that. <laughs> Tax bill will be lower, even Amen. though I vote for higher taxes. Yeah, I know. It's very conflicting. <laughs> it's right. It's we need therapy big. just to talk through that. <laughs> yeah, very conflicting. So, yeah, I think like, Think about the end in mind, when you, whether you want to scale or grow your business. And there's pros and cons to both of them. For sure. Growing, you're capping how much you can make because, again, there's enough money to go around, but not enough time to do the work. So yeah. there's a cap on the amount of work you can we do. We talk about that all the time, too. You've got two currencies, yep. money currency and time currency. Yep. What can you afford to spend? Mm-hmm. And I always remind my clients and students that I work with, only one of those is replenishable. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. One, isn't it? Get it on a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Your passion for our merch is just die hard. Wow. I love a good shirt. I know you really do love a good shirt. <laughs> um, but yeah, you you only one is replenishable. So yes. I tried really hard to, as quickly as possible, Mm -hmm. shift out of time currency and shift into money currency Mm -hmm. because I, right now in this season of life, have Mm -hmm. very specific things that I need to invest my time in that I will never get back, but I can make more money. Yep. 
Always. There is always more money to be made. Yes. Always. And there's never enough time. Right. So I think, again, there's the pros and cons of growth for scaling. The The pros of it are you're going to grow fast. You're going to have a higher profit margin. You can grow your team. You can invest in systems. But you are moving in, quote unquote, a more riskier business model, which in general, I mean, business is risky. I mean, right. what is a risk? You get to decide your risk appetite. But it's riskier because you have to make sustainable choices that are going to help your business for the long run. So yeah. making sure that you can afford that person that you want to bring on. I sadly had to let go of team members before because I didn't plan to um, hire them long term. It was just a short term. And that's letting go of people is the hardest thing you're ever going to do as a business owner. And how can I learn? And I learned that in real time. How can you make sustainable business choices and not chase trends when you're scaling you have to think about that long term, like what is going to benefit my business and return revenue year yes. after year without having to cost me an arm and a leg. Right. But scaling's a way for you to grow fast. And then also you have to make sustainable decisions so that you can actually grow at that rate. And you're going to work hard because you're moving at a way faster pace than if you were if you were growing. I'm so excited, one, that you wanted to share this mm -hmm. on an episode because I think this is super, super fascinating yes. information. We talk a lot about, in, in my work, we talk a lot about similar concept of like your big B brand. Yes. To me, now, knowing what your growth model and or scale model is are really good pulse checkers that are yes. a part of that big B brand. What are your larger goals? And yes. then how, of course, we translate that back to design is mm -hmm. how can design support those goals? Absolutely. And part of that is like, investing what do you need to invest in a system a rebrand and that's what people hire me to help them figure out is i really want to get from here to here but i can't figure out this in between or i'm in the wrong growth or scale model what do i have to focus on first is it my operations do i need to invest in x hire this person so it's it's all connected it's and all it's connected. all about taking a step back what do you want long term okay what do you need to invest in okay. and then what does your empire look like so cool. Yeah, I think it's it's fun. And you can scale. You get to decide what it looks like for you. That's the best part about this. Okay, so you're in growth mode. Mm -hmm. I'm entering scale mode. Yes. And we are doing it live time. Yeah. So we get to like keep <laughs> yes. in front of everyone, talk about how what's working and what's not. This is really yes. exciting. And you can do it. You can absolutely do it. Cool. And um, yeah, I'm happy to help. Amazing. So obviously... It's also okay to not scale or to mm -hmm. not grow. That's yes. an option. But yep. what if you're in a moment of either one and you're like, whoa, 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 oh shit. Either data points have changed or your mind has changed. Mm -hmm. Like, what does that look like? If you're in scale mode and you're like, I got to step out of scale mode or you're in growth mode and you're like, I got to step out of growth mode. Like that is yeah. probably overwhelming to digest. <laughs> I, mean, I would guess. Overwhelming is an understatement. I would say with the original plan with men to grow it or to scale it to a certain dollar amount. Again, scaling sounds sexier than it is. You hear people talk about it all the time in the business world about scaling your business to a certain dollar amount. And I really wanted to do that with men. And when I was in my second year of scaling MEND, I was at the point where all at once during Q4, where 80% of my revenue was happening, I had to, I opened up a temporary store at the Mall of America for three months. So you have a national um, recognition in a store. I had to have staff and I had to be open for that three months. And two of my staff members couldn't start until two weeks after it launched. 
So that meant I was working at the Mall of America for 17 days straight, 10 hour days. You can do the math and how many. I mean, I can't hours. do that math, but I was a, I was a part of witnessing this phase of your life. And that was overwhelming. It was insane. Was so not only was I working at my store full time, in between my breaks, I was working in the inventory closet of the store, taking phone calls from Nordstrom on how to drop ship. And I was like, yes, absolutely, I can drop ship X amount of units. We can launch this date. I would hang up. I would eat my Wetzel's pretzels and mustard, honey mustard. And I would go, what the fuck is drop ship? And how am I going to figure this out in the next three to four weeks? So you were already in, you had a footprint in the Mall of America. And you're working at negotiating or finalizing the details of a Nordstrom partnership partnership and then I'm trying to get my staff on top of the e-com experience (laughs) on top of pop-ups that you were doing for Q4 Mm -hmm. and I at the same time I was also making sure (laughs) I was also trying to make sure do I have enough inventory materials going to my production house that I partnered with out of New York to make sure I had enough inventory for the store inventory for the pop-ups, inventory for Nordstrom because they had a certain amount of inventory. And I just remember having this moment where I was like, I am so burnt out. I am so exhausted. I would like lay in the dressing room because there was a door that would shut. I (laughs) I would lay in there. And there would be moments where even when I would hang up with Nordstrom, I would be like, I should be happier about this. Mm. I should feel like I'm on, you know, I'm on top of the world because... I got into a, you know, national, you know, luxury retailer and I I really was like this is so hard. This is so hard. Wow. It's moving so fast and it's all on me to make these decisions, make sure there's enough money to pay my staff. It, it was just too much. And that I think was the first time when I had, you know, landed Nordstrom. I thought, "Wow, I should maybe not tie my success to milestones and maybe tie my success to a larger vision because you'll hit a milestone, you'll hit a revenue goal. And sometimes you'll be like, oh, that's not what I thought it was going to be. So I've been in that position where I thought scaling and hitting these milestones would maybe not necessarily make me happy, but maybe feel like I fulfilled this mission with my brand. And it just actually made me work harder. And it landed flat. Yeah. And and I eventually broke up with Nordstrom because that partnership wasn't good for my business. It's again, not as glamorous as you think. And it was very, very challenging, but it's okay to like, think you want something and then change your mind and then get there. So don't tie your success to these arbitrary milestones that feel very superficial because sometimes they are, and they aren't necessarily the best decision for your brand. And I will never physically work that hard ever again in my life. I have made that vow to myself. Awesome. Um, That was a really hard time. Yeah. That was a really challenging time. Yes, but I did it. I proved it to myself I could do it. And I've learned that it's, um, I've I've gotten the experience from it and I don't have to do that. You don't have to do it. No. So that's scale and stepping back Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Yeah, that is a-okay. I did it. I grew it. I scaled it. And then I I didn't didn't want to anymore and I didn't need to. And the business is still successful. Amazing. That's fantastic. So let's talk, let's like recap our three yes. like key takeaways then. Yes, yes. I think let's, our first one should be where we just ended. Yeah. It's okay to change your mind on growth and scale. And, and also life in general. Yeah, 100%. That's a life skill. 100%. It's okay to change your mind. Mm-hmm. And that does not equal failure. Mm-hmm. And that does not mean you're a shitty person. None of that, right? Totally. You 100% can change your mind mm-hmm. if your goals change 
whatever. That's yes. totally fine. Yes. So stepping in and out of growth, stepping in and out of scale. Testing it. Testing it for a year, for six months to see if you, that's okay. Like you're allowed to figure it out as you go. And that's, that's part of this process. Okay. So that's our number one. Number two, everybody's empire looks different. Mm. Yeah. You don't, yeah. And I think that's also tied into like, start with the end. What is it that looks like success to you? Again, don't tie it to a superficial milestone. What does your empire look like? Yeah. And really sit with that because that's going to dictate which route of growth or scale you decide to go. I love that one. What does mm -hmm. your empire look like? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And whether you're growing or scaling, the third one is going to be is there's going to be investments you're going to make. And in order to make those, you have to be confident in that number two on what the empire is that you're going to be. And that part of this process is going to be making investments and that you should be comfortable with that and knowing that you're just trying to get to whatever that end goal is. Right. End goal, not gold. Or gold. Oh, maybe that is the end goal. <laughs> end gold. I, I love, like that. I mm -hmm. like that too. That's pretty good. Comment. Tell us what you think. Subscribe on YouTube. Leave your thoughts mm -hmm. in the comment section. Follow and listen wherever you enjoy your podcasts, social media. We yes. hang out over there too. But let us know. Are you in growth mode? Are you in scale yes. mode? Are you unsure of where you want to be? Let's totally. have a conversation about yeah. this together. Be sure to share this with a friend if you liked the episode today. Yeah. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs>